My name is Lola Puzzle, and this is Media Delta. Okay, uh, so we have a special episode of Media Delta for you this week um, because I am technically pulling this the trigger on this one a little sooner than I technically should because we are doing our quarter one retro rank relief uh, pick for the quarter. Uh, it's technically, as we're recording it, the quarter is still not finished, but this was in such a high lead that uh, even if it did, even if it changed, I don't think that uh, I, I am betting that it is not. And if it does, uh, that means we've got a lot of money, so that's a good thing. But regardless, uh, we are talking about um, the 1983 uh, Canadian animated movie Rock and Rule. Uh, which is a movie that I have heard in that kind of like not hushed tone, but in that uh, same kind of like category. Uh, it's very much a cult kind of movie uh, where it's like, oh, hey, this is that movie that like you have that like one friend that's like, oh, just pick a random rental movie and just got this on a whim. And it's that kind of. Yeah, did not really do that well uh, in popularity. And also is kind of weird. Uh, not kind of weird. It is a very weird movie. Um, but yeah, uh, this definitely is not. It's something that I've like seen bits and pieces of, and it looked kind of weird. So it's like, oh, sure, we'll take a look at that. I like weird animated movies, and I had not seen this. Uh, well, I have now. And um, I am not the only one who has seen this movie. Uh, so please introduce yourselves in alphabetical order. Hi, I'm Axe. And did you know that Earth, Wind, and Fire did a song for this? I'm Bob Nader. That's the way I always introduce myself. Why stop now? I'm Norman Rafferty. When I want your opinions, I'll give them to you. I'm Torpid Typhus. And I'm here for definitely not Mick Jagger. Yeah. So, where do I even begin with this movie? Um, this is a post-apocalyptic movie. Uh, there is a spiel in the intro that talks about how there is a, I think, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if I'm actually confusing this with Wizards, but um, I'm pretty sure there was a little text scroll at the beginning that said that there was like, there was like a, some sort of war. The war so, was over. The only survivors were the street animals. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's only in the American cut of this film, because there are two cuts. We were discussing Canadian version primarily. They added more exposition in the American cut for some reason. Americans yeah, are stupid. I guess because we're stupid. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so yeah, so you, yeah, you guys probably, I probably watched the American version, you guys watched the super Canadian cut. There is, from what I could tell, it is about five minutes of difference, so it's not like you're missing. It's not like uh, that. Oh, what was it the Martin cut of um, that Super Mario Brothers movie where you're missing like 15 minutes of complete extra nonsense? Uh, to be fair, this movie is also very short to begin with. So five minutes is not much. It is not. Um, there is a. But if you're wondering why there's a shot of the Statue of Liberty in the middle of Nuke York. Yes, it is post-apocalyptic. Yes. Yeah. Um, all the people are animal people 
bold question mark. It's that kind of they're I think they're supposed to be dogs. I think they're mice is my best guess. They're very they're, they're, they're dogs. They're, hmm? Yeah, they vary because Mylar is clearly a rat. They're yeah. very Disney kind of dog face is what they're going for, they're I believe. Dubiously furry. Yes. Um and there is very much a musical element. There is music from what it was like there's Lou Reed, there's Cheap Trick, there's Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, the... It's weird. It's about music, but it's not really a musical, you know? Yeah, it's kind of, well, no, I was going to say it's kind of like Streets of Fire in that way, but no. That, mm. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> Are you going to tell everybody the plot? Uh, well, I, I, almost kind of, I almost kind of forgot it, but basically, yeah. Uh, there is a... Uh, it starts out with what? It's Omar in his band. I forgot what their names were. No, it's um, not where it, it starts with the limo, doesn't it? Uh, I don't. I thought it started in the club with Omar. Yeah, it starts in the, the club. It, it does. It does start in the club, but it's also uh, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, may I? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so there's this not Mick Jagger character called Mock who is worried that his stardom is fading. And so he's decided that if he can summon the devil from hell, this will somehow put him back into relevance. But to do this, he needs to find the true okay. voice to do it. And he is convinced that not that oh, sorry, actual Debbie Harry is the voice that will help him. But she of, uh, is playing in a loser band with Omar and his band of losers. So Mock at first tries to convince uh, uh, Debbie Harry to join up with her. Sorry, join up with him. And after that doesn't work, he just flat out kidnaps her, tries to host one concert and it fails, tries to host another concert and that also fails. But it turns out that the one true voice is actually the lead singer of Cheap Trick and Debbie Harry performing a duet together, which and banishes the devil and saves the post-apocalyptic world. And we ran out of money like 10 minutes ago. Right, but the, don't forget, like the big, the big, the big twist was the um, there was some kind of prophecy or prophetic thing that uh, Mock was told, and the exact words were, uh, it was I think it was um, not one voice. It is, no it is, it's, 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 no one, it yeah, no one, one voice. voice. Yeah, no, one, no one. one voice, no one voice can stop the the devil, and the the twist is is no one voice because right. two voices. Yeah, so, but yeah, that's it, I, it's not that deep or, or predictable. The, the fact, the fact that you watch, just watched the movie and still couldn't follow that plot shows that that this movie's got problems. I do want to point out one thing super quick about the synopsis. Um, apparently, Mock is super evil because he is angry that not enough people came to the concert. So he's going to summon the demon to kill his fans, which will not fix the issue. But you know. It's not really clear how he thinks summoning the devil is going to help his career. I thought it was like... To be fair, the entire script was written by the seats of their asses. Right. But I thought that the whole purpose was, like I I said during the watching, was the devil in the crossroads. He makes the deal with the devil. The devil helps him get his career back through devilry magic. Like, none of us can really agree on what the, the, the whole point is because this movie is a shambles. It is a constant just disjointed mess of scenes happening and like where like wizards was kind of 
kind of similar to some degree. It actually was more followable. The characters were interesting, and the ending was fucking phenomenal. That 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 is one of the greatest one liners of all time. Wizards, at least for all its problems, had a solid through line. You, like you knew what the plot was meant. Yeah, the, the goal was meant to be. I should say, you know what the goal yeah. was meant to be. This oh, is this, a bit more dubious. Yeah, this is this one. This is a very obtuse kind of film, which is bizarre for a film that's billed as 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 basically a uh, like a, a rock. I guess you'd call it a rock opera, or whatever the fuck you want to call. It. But like, it, it's it's sort of similar in in, in uh, to. I don't want to say it, no, because that's, that's an unfair comparison. So so my my way of looking is like, re- remember how we felt when we started watching Streets of Fire and they kick into the first song and it's just, you just feel really good. You feel excited. You're ready for this movie. And like, it keeps that kind of energy up. This movie is the entire opposite of that. That the first song that we hear, just the first couple of scenes, I already was like, "Wow, I'm probably not going to enjoy this." And then the rest of the movie reinforced that feeling. It was just not fun all the way through. Even hearing, oh. um, even hearing "Earth, Wind, and Fire," I was just like, "No, this, there's, there's a there's a better place for for this song, and it's not in here." Yeah, no, I would, I would completely agree. I mean, before your comment section fills up, this entire movie was bankrolled because of a short made by the same studio. Nevada Studios made a 30-minute special called The Devil and Daniel Mounts, which is a retelling of The Devil and Daniel Webster, which is Satan shows up and offers this woman a contract and you know all of her dreams. She becomes a big disco hit, rockets to the top of the charts. Then the devil shows up and says, ha-ha, you're on top of your charts, time for me to claim your soul. And Daniel Mouse shows up and says, you know, to dispute it, and they have a nice little 1970s rock number, and the devil is sent away. That is 30 minutes. It's fantastic. They actually put it on the DVD with Rock and Roll. And so the guys made that short and said, hey, we can do this better. Why don't we throw more money at this, throw more rock music, and try to remake The Devil and Daniel Mouse as a bigger picture? And like all of you said, the problem is they wrote this movie by the seat of their pants. Devil Daniel Mouse is nice, tight, gets in, gets out, and knows what it, it wants to be. All mm. problems rock and roll, you know, have. You know, the rock and roll doesn't do any of that. Yeah, uh, it's important to note they did not go into this with a script. They just kind of yeah. wrote, wrote it, it as they drew it, or they drew it as they wrote it, or one or the other. Always a bad move. That's the Ralph Bakshi move, which is why you're all comparing it to Ralph Bakshi. This is kind of an animation showcase first and foremost, and the movie second, really. Yeah, and I, well, I feel solid rotoscoping. I will say that. Yeah, I feel like it. Sh- it bears it bears mentioning. So we mentioned two. We mentioned a few people. I want to run you through all the artists who who contributed to to this movie: Debbie Harry, Robin Zander, Iggy Pop, Lou Reed, Cheap Trick, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Melanie Brown. Now that is a pretty good solid list of people and bands. Uh, to have songs from. But do you, any of you remember any of the tracks? Do you remember hearing any of the music? Did any of those songs actually like, improve I, or, or, or do any of those scenes that made you remember them? So I'm going to be honest. I remember the last song, but mostly because it was yeah. like a duet. <laughs> That's mostly the song that comes to mind for me too. I admit. Like, well, I think it's so there, Cause you're asking, really does anyone remember like each other? Don't, don't you guys just listen? Well, I mean, I don't think I don't think of this crowd as like a 1980s rock crowd. I was so brought I up think, on that stuff. 
I was okay. literally brought up on the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. I was brought up on, you know, um, doo-wop and rock and you know, okay, metal. Well then, like, you know, I, I always remember the My Name is Mock uh, number on much bigger than World War Three. I'll be honest. That's hey, a My Name is Mock, I will give you, was... was I thought memorable. that was kind of a fairly weak villain song. This week, how late in the movie it's, it actually it's not is. That, yeah, it, it's good... But Lou Reed has done better. And Born to Raise yeah, Hell. That, I think that was actually exactly what we were saying when it happened to when we were watching it together. It's like, yeah. oh man, Lou Reed, you can do better than this. Yeah. Yeah. They're not no no one's on their A game here, except for maybe Cheap Trick, who's trying better than they have uh any right to. Because Born to Raise Hell, uh, you really believe that Omar is a punk asshole. Like, especially you're pretty useless. And he's up there they're they're up there trying so hard to be an angry rock band. And they're so successful at being angry and unlikable that you don't root for Omar at all. You do not give a shit about these Omar guys. Omar sucks so he was fucking bad. Probably Literally, one of the okay, worst. So... Go ahead. Omar's the worst. Say, of all the films we've done on Media Delta, I feel like this is one of the worst protagonists I've seen. I, yeah, I, I mean, the only one I could think of. It, like, if I'm kind of just doing a quick guy through the list... Like the only one I think is worse is like the incredibly Agami. low bar of of uh, Howie from a good gems. But that's intentional. That uh, or uh, Megami Tensei. Yeah, like, that, yes. Your first your introduction to Omar really is when their band is playing at this club that is fucking empty. And like they're meant to be a shitty dead end band. And he's not doing great. He's the lead vocalist, whereas like the leading lady is strictly on the keyboard. And a key mm-hmm. at one point. Uh, Torbin, I have and, a question. I'm sorry. Yeah. You said this entire movie was just like one long lesson for him to be less of an asshole, right? I believe yeah, you said that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, yeah, the, so the, basically, the, as I was saying, yeah, so your introduction yeah. is they're this dead end band playing real shit at this, this club with all of one person watching. And he's on vocals, kind of sucking ass in universe, in universe. And then, yeah, Debbie Harry comes on, fucking starts singing her heart out, and that's when people give a shit. And he throws a fucking tantrum in leaves because she mm-hmm. started singing. He is, and he, that is your first real introduction to Omar. The the huge problem is is that Omar. I love the fact that Omar is such an unlikable asshole. The problem is they do nothing to redeem him at the end. If, yeah. if it wasn't for Dizzy and Stretch, the only two likable characters in the movie. Um, there wouldn't be anything going forward. Omar never redeems himself, never got, never anything. He's like Kurt Cobain in animated form. It's hilarious. Now, he well, comes out on top at the end despite wow. having not earned it. It was impressive. Can I, can I make a small point? I really prefer Dizzy and Stretch, his other male bandmate, because one, they're much more tolerable in terms of characterization. Two, so I want to make a small detour here. This movie is animated very, very strangely. The main characters, uh, Omar and the female lady band, are very obviously people with animal noses. They are rotoscope, more importantly, and you can tell because they are very much in the Uncanny Valley most of the time. And Dizzy and Stretch, their other bandmates, are traditionally animated, which makes them a lot easier to look at. So you'd rather much be around them than the main characters. Yeah, this is why people think this is a Bluth movie, because Don Bluth does the same thing, but it's not a Don Bluth movie. No, because I, I can at least enjoy a Don Bluth film. This was this was frustrating because it's it's the particular 
of of music that I do enjoy. You know, I'm more of a metal person, you know, personally. But, you know, metal takes its, you know, stuff from rock, which takes its stuff from blues and shit like that. But, like, there's so many cool things they could have done with, like, a rock opera sort of vibe. And the whole movie had, like, no energy to it. Like, I honestly was kind of started falling asleep a little bit. I almost torpeded. (laughs) <laughs> during the movie hey, i didn't i didn't fall asleep <laughs> fuck you i was awake and bitching the whole time yes you were uh, we were all bitching none of us were happy with this film it, it, it's really surprising that they would make an animated movie like this with no planning because you would think that a movie like animated animation requires a lot of planning and so and you yeah that's, especially if you're gonna bill it the way that they did like yeah yeah just the, 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 the i just can't here. look at this list of artists and go how did we get all these, you know, these are pretty good artists. How you feel on Iggy Pop is whatever, but I think they're all very solid artists and they do nothing with them. They do nothing with their music. It doesn't really like the duet as Torpid was bringing up is notable only because of how bad it is because they don't, they're not, they're not really harmonizing. They're not really like gelling their together. They're just do not complement each other. They yeah, don't. And, and- and well, yeah, in fact, like the duet wasn't even recorded in the same studio because I think I think Debbie Harry was in New York and Cheap Trick was in L.A. So they mixed those together. But the re- the real thing that 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 I, I'm going to take away from this from all your reactions was this movie has stunning animation and none of you enjoyed it because like like the. The technical yeah. prowess is clearly on display. There's multiplaning. There's backlighting to do weird computer holographic and lightning yeah, effects. They did a whole lot with the demon, actually. Uh, the, the, whole, the, the demon, which is painted, uh, is painted watercolors and sad, so that makes him look different. The the weird rock music scene where they steal the police car and go on a road trip. Like that scene is very well animated, but it also has the problem where it's got a pacing problem where we just went from a bunch of characters talking to three minutes of people driving and not saying anything. And even though yeah. it's visual eye candy, you haven't been fine for that. You, you, can you're I point out, expecting something else. Can I point out another scene? I also want to point out the scene where they were in the, the big nightclub. That's kind of um, a scene that really could have been trimmed down, but that is, I will say, animated well. There's just it, so much going on. It's just this kind of visual overstimulation really from every angle. Of that lady's skirt constantly going up. Right. Oh uh, my there's God. nothing around it. This movie is extremely horny. It does not apologize for that. That's it's, just how... It, but it's, it's, it's a different kind of horny than you get from, like, a backsheet. It's it, a completely well, different... Like, a lot, of, a lot of the horny in this just felt... I don't want to say cringe, but it, it just felt... Mighty wrong? So, it just didn't feel right. The thing Especially, that I would like, say... God. Uh, especially uh, what her name is. I think it was like C- it was Cinderella or something. It's Cinderella. But, yeah, her entire character exists to have her panties shown to you. That's oh, instantly. Just, it's it's obnoxious. And they it's, couldn't even keep them the same color consistently. Yeah, no, the, they 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 were like white and then pink and then white and then it's just it. I didn't need that. Again, Tim, if I you... want my horny, I know where to find my horny. I don't need it here. But Tim, I I'm, just... I'm... Oh, I'm sorry, well, if I can say this real quick, uh, I'm glad you brought that up because really now that I think about it, a huge problem with the movie is it's not the, the problem that the movie is horny. It's a rock and roll movie. You should yeah, have some horniness in it. The problem is there is no horny between Omar, Angel, and Mock. 
which is where there should be horny. If that's supposed to be David Bowie or Mick Jagger up there as mock, it's definitely meant to be Mick Jagger to the point of right. Jagger. The, then the Jagger Angel told him to be, back down with the original Angel should be melting Jagger. in his presence. Or we should have some sort of chemistry between Omar and Angel who are supposed to be in love. Like even if Omar was an asshole, you could do the Back to the Future thing where you've got Marty McFly is an asshole. I mean, maybe not to Omar levels, but if he still showed that he actually cared about Angel and actually had some, but there's never any scenes like that. There's no horny I mean, between the three never, main characters that we need horny for. I'd like they have sex once, but I mean, yeah, they, they, they do, but it's just, down in the car. But it's like it's treated with such aggression. Like they just. It, there's no passion to it. There's no romance to it. They well, just are, they're in the back of the car chemistry. and they fuck. Yeah, there's no, it's zero terrible. chemistry. <laughs> in fact, like the like the only time Omar even slightly redeems himself is at the very end. He runs off and says he's not going to help, and then he just comes back in and whacks the shit out of everything with his guitar, sings the song. But even then, there's no like redemption, like like Rafferty said. There's no redemption to the pure assholeness, assholeness, assholeness of Omar's character. He doesn't learn a lesson. He doesn't get better. All we get is just like, okay, they got rid of the devil, I guess. Cool. All right. It sucked. Yeah. Um, actually, there is like you mentioned the horny thing of it. Um, actually, so the thing I would say about that is um, it actually does. So I don't know how like the thing that it does actually remind, it does actually remind me of something of back. Have you you've um, it almost kind of reminded me of like if you've seen his films like Heavy Traffic or like uh, like I remember hearing like complaint about like heavy traffic or like um uh like even fritz the cat is that there's just weird like nudity in that that's just like like in heavy traffic for example there's just a older lady character that one of her boobs just falls out constantly and it's that kind of like non sequitur like thing that's out of a weird background element that's also very jarring like Oh, and you're 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 forgetting. Have you seen American Pop? I uh, I have, but also it's been a while. Um, American Pop yeah. would have come out like two years before this. Heavy Metal would have come out two years before this. Yeah, yeah it, like, now now that you think about it, yeah. But there's there's a, there's a big difference between the, the and like because I'm not against horny in film. Oh, I've yeah. never been against it. I mean, Monsters Ball is still a fantastic movie, by the way. But um. I, I, it's, I have a problem when the horny has no purpose. It has it. It just it doesn't belong there, and you can tell it doesn't. And it's just kind of shoved in there just to kind of have that little I, bit of edge. Can I step in real quick? Sure. I want to say that everyone's made good points that I would agree with. But my point was this movie does have a lot to look at. I do think it's a good-looking movie, aside from main characters, backgrounds especially. This movie really does have interesting world that was not used to its full potential, I'd say. Oh, man. They put their fucking all into animating the shit out of Mach. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Like, there's there's lots of... Like, I, I'd say the one thing I didn't enjoy was the the, de- the demon. It was just a lot of bl- yeah. blob. It was just blob to me. It was very... Dis- like, that was jarring compared to everything else. Like, if the... It's... The fact that it seems like it's a very different animation style than the rest of the movie. Like, and I know it's a demon, so it's supposed to, if it looks otherworldly, that makes sense. But also, it just looks really weird and pulsy. 
So, so I mean, I'm. I know that you are not all fond of this movie. I'm just trying to save the positives here for me. Yeah, no, 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 the animation yeah, no, is looking at yeah, it. I'll say that. Yeah, we're not all just down on it. Like, there's no. just we're we're always open to like po- yeah. yeah the positives. We try to weigh them <laughs> against the negatives. And that, that I, is, is an important thing to note, though, is that it was a good-looking film. The animation yeah. team was at least doing solid work. It's just like the artists um, would like the, the musicians, I should say. We definitely weren't on their A game, but the writing was really where it failed. Yeah, I do want to say on the writing, there are some jokes that I thought were kind of pretty good. Decent. Yeah, I love the dude who got the fucking mermaid with huge tits fucking tattooed on the back of his I head. wasn't going to say that. Um, <laughs> the, this, um, like, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, go Rafferty mentioned a point in the movie where one of the henchmen is watching this really, this really bizarre kid show, and they made that extra bizarrely, and I, I thought that was maybe not funny, but interesting for how different from the rest of the movie it was. The um, thing that, um, like, uh, it did, or good. Do you have? Don't have a point. I lost what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> there was another line. There were two characters talking about mock, and one says that they're worried mock is going to put a heck on them, and the guy corrects him with hex, and he's like, "Oh no, two of them." That's a really dumb line, but I thought it was kind of at least yeah, worth a no, giggle. Th- there's a few like decent one-off jokes, but like the, the general writing wasn't great. It is a movie that very was incredibly aimless, mm. painfully aimless at points. Okay, so so now I got to ask the big thing because this is the big whammy. All right, so basically this movie, I'm gonna make a statement here, is a Canadian anime. It looks really good. But it is com- com- aimless and plotless and horny in all the wrong ways. It, so, like, because I'm trying to think of, like, the at least from what I remember of, like, Canadian animation. Uh, like, because, what, you have heavy metal. Um, for some reason, Delta State is the other one that I can think of. Well, the Raccoon uh, Show, which was also Nelvana. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's very much that style of like Canadian animation that. That's right, but I mean, thing. like you, you could take this exact same script and the same beats or beats. And, like if it was an anime, it would look like very different. But like this game, that's why this has a lot in common with it. Like I've had people heard people defend some of their favorite animes because they love the way it looks, even though it's plotless and aimless. And this has a lot in common with that. It's also plotless, aimless, but very nice to look at. Yeah. It's also fascinating, too, because like we mentioned how much Omar sucks because he does, but also mm. he gets actually less screen time than Mock, the big villain. It was it's like they know he sucks. Yeah. I don't think like Omar really was the, the lead protagonist. I think Angel was considered the lead protagonist with Omar. No, Sleazy's the, the lead protagonist. Sleazy has an arc. Um, yeah, he well, really fucking does. It's impressive. It's. It's kind of like I wonder if they wanted the initial idea is they wanted Angel to be the, the lead, but you had some like executive that was like, you can't have just a late like you can't have a, a lady be the protagonist. That'd be illegal. She Gotta got less screen time in. than Mock too. That's the yeah, thing. N- never mind that Debbie Harry is the well. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because in the Devil and Daniel Mouse, which was their template for this. You know, the female singer gets lots of screen time. She's the one who makes the contract with the devil. It was all about her. And somehow in the transition to this, you're right. Like, Angel might as well be a sack of flour. Yeah. 
Right, she just has, like, no agencies thing, more or less. Yeah. She's a MacGuffin, at best. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's it's frustrating because, I mean, pitting it against the visuals, like, if you look at it just from a visual standpoint, this is a really good movie. But then once you start to dig into the characters and then the numbers, the plot, um, even the voice acting, uh, I feel like um, the voice actor for Mock was probably like the only person actually having fun with what they were doing. Um which, you know, one of the, one of those things I really do appreciate is a villain uh, done by a person who just wants a villain, you know, just gets right into the role. And I feel like that's probably the only only character who I really felt like dove into their role and did as much as they could with it, given what they were handed. Mock was the, pure fucking ham. He was. And, you know, I I like that. Give me more of that. Just no, make no, everybody I'm not saying can. it's a bad thing. I'm just mentioning that, like, yeah, it, it kind of worked for him in his really over-animated style. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I insist there's, there with five or ten more minutes, if we just had one scene with Omar and Angel, one scene with Angel and Mock, and, and me, you know, like, if we just did that a little bit to, make, to give us a reason to care about Omar and give us a reason to care about Angel and have like and and make mock an actual presence just those three things would have made this movie 2000 times better and they're just not there yeah and i also noticed i don't i don't remember i don't i i remember little bits uh because hey memory but um i did mention a few times that i noticed that mock's character design had a lot more jagged edges to it a lot more hard like lines and stuff like that. Whereas a lot of the other characters, like the good characters, they tended to be a lot softer and rounder in, in character design. And I thought that was a neat little touch to kind of like signify who's supposed to be evil just by sight alone. Oh, um, there's if Wikipedia is actually believed, there's actually a reason for that. Uh, well, a pseudo reason for that. Uh, and if this is how they did it, that's fascinatingly dumb, but. Uh, apparently each character was animated by a different person. No, that's not, that's not dumb. That's standard. Like if you look in the credits of a Disney movie, uh, one problem is if you have different, if you have one director and an entire team doing that, you'll get inconsistencies with the characters. Like if we had one team doing it, one team not. So like big productions, like Disney productions, one person does beauty. One person does beast. One person does the furniture. That way, you, it keeps the animation style consistent throughout the entire movie. Uh, okay, but yeah, then I can definitely see. I wonder if, like, like, uh, if it, hmm, I wonder if it's. Hmm. Well, I would but say the again, character. This, the, I would say the character design in this movie is spot on. Like Omar looks like a punk asshole. I mean, Omar and Angel are soft because they're supposed to be youth, and there's like there could be a theme here that mock is worried about his relevancy as a rock star waning while these new kids come up and take him away that's why he's scouting for one of them to use them in his act to bring relevancy and that could be a theme if this movie was even thinking about theme and subtext which is not yeah i think like as we mentioned that this kind of this movie was done by the seat of their pants so that also is probably why you had a little bit of style inconsistency between the characters. Like, Mock, Mock just reminds me, if you're familiar with the uh, YouTube animator, well, I don't know if YouTube animator, but if the an internet animator uh, Worthy Kids, 
uh, and his uh, thing like clown, the clown ice cream truck thing or clown burger, I think it's called, or that uh, the, um, the final Pam animation or the uh, Morpheus dancing thing. He has a very distinct style, and that's what Mock just reminded me of. Ultimately, good. Hmm? Just like it's like I said, the main characters in this movie, the primary protagonist and antagonist, just like they came from a completely different movie, and that's all you can think about when you look at them. Yeah. Ultimately, for me, it's an incredibly disappointing movie. Uh, it was already kind of not enjoyable, but like. Now that we've been talking about it and looking into it a little bit more and digging into a little bit, you know, like what's behind the scenes, I'm even more disappointed by this film because I, I can see what it could have been, what, what, what it might have been had it been given more, more thought in terms of the writing and, you know, have, having a plan instead of just going, all right, well, we'll just do it as we go, which is a fucking dumb idea when, you know, but Ultimately, yeah, ultimately, this is a disappointing film and uh, not one that I would recommend. That's all I've, I think I've got in me. Um, did, did anyone else have any other additional thoughts? I think we've kind of said kind of a good enough piece or like we've kind of gone over a lot of at least the ones things or the points I could think about. If anyone else has any other uh, things you want to bring up, uh, because if not, then I think we can go ahead and rank this. Right, just I, real quick, I do want to mention that all the musical bits felt, I wouldn't say out of place, but they didn't really complement anything that was going on. Because there were always yeah. just these stops for the musical bits, as opposed to them like complementing the action or what's happening. It was oh yeah, like, like the road trip, or, or, or Ohm Sweet Ohm, you blink and you miss it. And it's a song specifically written for the movie to show them mind control. No, you're right, There's we all agree total lack of planning if this movie just had planning it could be so much better it could have it really could have you actually you just reminded me of a complaint i had of another movie we watched labyrinth it's the exact same thing the the numbers are just weird and out of place and they don't feel like they you know improve anything yeah yeah the thing that they improve is the fact that they got jim henson to do it and they they had to because you have jim henson you have him do weird stuff right exactly um Bob, you were uh, yet something you want, sir? Um, mostly, I was just curious if Rafi had anything to say. I think he's the most positive on this movie among the among us. Yeah, but I'm not. I mean, you're all right. Like, I'm just gonna say, you're all right. <laughs> this movie is a train wreck. Um, you can like something in spite of it being a train wreck and acknowledge I mean, that it's a train wreck. Deadly premonition. That's it. Right. Yeah. I think, that's how I this think... is different from an anime. I don't have to defend it. <laughs> I think you could have made this into a good movie. I think there was something there. Like I, said, I like the world. I like the the basic concept. I just think you need more time to fill out these characters and make them likable. Uh, I'm gonna, I, I don't agree you need more time because, once again, go see the short. You can, I think you can see it on YouTube. The Devil and Daniel Mouse, which is this movie in 30 minutes. And, like, it, it it's night and day because you're just gonna go like oh wow these characters they talk to each other they interact i'll actually remember what they say it's like you know like like this is actual chemistry going on so you watch that and you and like that's was the movie that made inspired to make rock and roll and it was like they learned none of the lessons from that so i will interject real quick to say that as of this recording uh that 
the devil and Daniel Mouse is currently there is an upload for it on YouTube. However, there's also an upload of, of uh, Rock and Roll that I was planning on using and it just disappeared. So oh, uh, darn. It, look, it looks like people have uploaded it. And I like the fact that the top one is the devil and Daniel Mouse completed. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> finally, At he's long come home. Last. But um, length, length is only as good as how you use it. You yep. can have an hour and a half long movie and do something really great. And you can have a three hour movie that's fucking awful. So that's 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 my input on that. Yep. Miss Potential is the name of the game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, does anyone have any final thoughts? Nope. Once I like cats. Yes. Uh, nope. I think it's everything I can say. All right. I think that means we're time to rank. So. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. We are going to rank this with our normal 1 to 21 scale with the three extras. Uh, one being absolute mastercraft. Uh, very hard to get any better. 21 being uh, pretty garbage and very on a like very hard to watch, even if you're even going for irony factor. So, uh, X, what is the number? that you would attribute to rock and roll. All right. Well, obviously it's not a mastercraft, but at the same time, it's also not, you know, eye assault. So it's not anywhere close to the level of like Megami Tensei or the wizard. Um, based on what we've got here, uh, being fair to the film, uh, like we were with Labyrinth, Labyrinth got boosted up only because of the sheer goodness of uh, Henson's puppetry. And by the same token, I should offer the same, you know, fairness to this film. Uh, as much as it is a mountain of garbage, it is still a very visually pleasing film. Um, so with those two things in mind, I'm sitting somewhere around 14. All right. Bob. Um, 14 is higher than I thought it would go, but, um, I could see that working. Mostly, I'm kind of surprised that Tim Burton's Batman ended up that low, but that's another discussion for another time. So, yeah, I I like this enough. I think I'm okay fitting in at 14. All right, Rafferty. Wow, so 14 is where you put completists only, right? right only, uh, completists. Only people who are really into Nelvana. You know, people who saw Stop, Don't Eat the Planet, or Devil Daniel Mouse, is like, okay, if you really wanted more of that, you should see this. Hey, uh, well, I, I guess you could say that. Okay, I mean, like, because that, that's where I would put this. Like, if you love that kind of animation, uh, or, you know, that kind of music, and you want to see something, and you're not expecting too much out of it, then yeah, 14 sounds like a good number to me. I mean, I, I think it's, it, it's enjoyable for visuals, but it will frustrate you for this room. It will frustrate everybody else. Like you shouldn't be this bored watching an 80 minute movie. Yeah. So, and also just as like a, if we take a look at the entire scale from a, t like the grouping category, like if we take a look at the rainbow part of it, um, this is 14 is in the yellow. It is, I think it's actually directly in the middle of the yellow, which the yellow is kind of the, it has a fair, it has more problems than I'd say it has positives, but there's still some positive things you could say about it. And I'm actually surprised you're rating it this high, but Torpid's coming up next, so. I mean, I'll honestly, uh, <laughs> wow. I mean, it had more going for it than Salamander, and I think it was more visually pleasing than Dick Tracy, so like 14's fine by me. 
Wow, I think this is a first. I think this is the first time that we have had something that is not a one that all five of us came up with the exact same number. I'm, I'm surprised you rated it this high because you all sounded like you really didn't like it. So well, the thing it that, comes. Good. I'm like I said, it comes back to uh, visuals. If you go back up to the top of the list, one of the more contentious entries is Labyrinth, and it's contentious because its plot is terrible, the acting is terrible. Um, for the most part, the uh, musical numbers aren't interesting, good, or, you know, benefits the film. But the reason why it's so high is because Jim Henson's puppetry is unmatched, and it's extremely good in that film specifically. So on those merits alone, because of how good that was, it was given a slot at, I think it was, what, this was it's a six? Library is an eight. Eight. Yeah, even still, you know, it's it's in a it's in a high it's way higher than it would have been had it not been Jim Jim Henson's work. So the visuals alone elevated it. And that's what this the same thing with this. The visuals in this have elevated at least enough above its problems to not land it in some of the more ill fated categories. Yeah, Um, I think we had the discussion of this when we did the re rank at the start of the year. Um, but the 14 and 15 is the kind of the event horizon where I kind of consider once you get below 15, when you're in the kind of the thing of Dick Tracy and Salamander, the yellows are kind of the boredom net where a lot of the stuff that I think is in 14 and 15, it's major offense is that it's boring. It's not that it's offensive in terms of like quality of animation or like just irritant because this has some irritating things, but also it has some things that kind of let it lets that it, it, it almost knows it's irritating bits are like did not focus on it. Like Omar sucks, but he's not in the movie a lot. So the main crime, quote unquote, of this movie is that it's kind of boring and that they, it's wasted potential. You start getting below, like when you start getting into like the Fatal Fury motion picture and like the Sonic stuff and like Legend of Zola is when you just start to have problems. Um, where this doesn't have it's starting, it may get close, but it has enough that it's like they almost tried, but also it didn't at the same time. And that there is a thing about it that I don't think makes it super like I don't think it goes below that threshold. Uh, and also another movie that we actually just recently looked at is kind of the same thing that I was thinking of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Uh, where that was a very visually stunning movie, especially in certain spots. But there's a lot of that movie that's just boring. Uh, Two fucking oh, hours. Yeah, that's where we were saying. It's like length, you don't have to be long. You can still be long and still be boring. Um, but it's the same kind of thing where it's like, there are some things in this movie that's really neat. Uh, and it's, I think if you're like into animation, I think that this is a movie that you'd want to watch. Can but, I say one Thing real quick. I want to say, I don't think this movie is boring. I think it's many things. I think it's off-putting. I think it's confusing. I think it's um not well-written. I think it's inconsistent, but I don't think it's boring for sure. I And, yeah, maybe boring is not, like, the, like, I don't know, maybe even if boring is the word that I attribute to it, but it's, like, it's lacking is what more I'd say. It's, like, it kind of feels like there should be a little bit more to it confusing and not in an engaging way yes it's not engaging uh, well it's engaging in 
some aspects in lacking in another. And I mean the 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 whole thing of it being boring in fourteen and fifteen that that's still very up to to uh, uh, subjective because yeah. I felt bored through this movie. Like I said, I actually almost fell asleep during it. Um, so for in my case, for me, I would say that it belongs there because it is boring and it doesn't make use of any of the cool things that's got going for it. But yeah, in your case, obviously, you didn't feel bored, just more confused and. I guess, you know, annoyed by the confusion. Yeah. So regardless of the reason why it's there, it's, you know, those are all valid reasons for them to be there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I will boost that by saying it, it's the lack of planning. Stuff that we should have gotten more screen time for, like people's relationships, we didn't. And stuff that was probably fun to animate, but we didn't need to see three hour, like three minutes of the car, of the police car driving, or all that blimp takeoff sequence go on so long that you actually get bored by them. Yeah. So I think that uh, to not belabor the point anymore, uh, I think we're going to put this at 14 because that puts it right next to just four audio listeners who are not have do not have the thing up. Um, and I could go. I mean, we can go through what's in 13, 15, but I think 14 is perfectly fine. Uh, 14, we got Batman, the 1989 movie, uh, season one of City Hunter, uh, Crush and Tiger, Hidden Dragon and Mega Man Upon a Star. Uh, and now rock and roll. Um, content warning. Uh, there's flashing some sensitivity. Lights. Flashing uh, lights. Oh my lord, the flashing lights gave me... At one point, the flashing lights were so bad that I actually had to look away because it was giving me a severe headache. Right. I looked at yeah, this... I watched this rough. full screen. Don't do that. Um, God. Also, I do... I do... Mm, I do kind of feel like I do want to put an H there because... Uh, there is some really weird, out of place. Um, yeah, that and, and, and panties and, and panties. There's there are some things that it's things are in this movie. It's PG thirteen. You, know you know what I feel like? I feel like they tried to be backshe, but then backed off at the last second. It, yes, that's kind of yes. Um. Okay, so. I think I know what we're going to do for most of these, but uh, is there any charms you want to associate with music, charm, cinematography, storytelling, action, and art? I oh, we all love the, con- the cinematography, right? We all thought, thought it looked uh, I great. I want to give a thumbs up to arts. Yeah, art, art, art's a sure. better category for that. You're right. So for the most part, yes. The only thing I would say is that some of the characters, maybe not, but... If there is anything I'd give it a thumbs up, it is probably the art. I mean, the backgrounds like New York and and Omtown, the 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 limo itself is nicely animated. No, there's all sorts of like, if, you know, that's why I said an anime. It's visually they a passion project. Well, funny enough about the vehicles is they actually made models of all the vehicles apparently for animating them, which isn't that weird actually. But yeah. Oh well, they're doing that since the sixties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's normal. I know. I'm just I felt the need to mention that. But yeah, no, it's, uh, the, the art's good. The character designs, while not always consistent, at least they were animated well enough. Yeah, some of the characters are on roller skates. They look really nice. Yeah. Unfortunately, one of them, they really liked for some reason. Yeah, that really... Cinderella was certainly a, like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Enough yeah. said about that. Uh, Again, still appreciate the balls of that dude, though, who got a big titty mermaid tattooed yeah. on the back of his head. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's that is a both person goals. Is did having the sheer? I, I uh, wish I had that level of unearned confidence. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like for all of us to to come together as as a team, we should all get that tattooed no. on the back of our heads. No, no it's awful nope. looking. Nope. <laughs> Either way. Uh, yeah. Um, so we need to distribute some missing pot- or wasted potentials in some of these. Music, uh, I, music, 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 oh. music. I did music, something to prep music. forever. Oh, Lord, the music. Music. Yeah, definitely. I almost would say charm as well, because I feel like there's some stuff they could have done that. Like, I feel they could have fleshed those characters out. Um. Also, the storytelling, I think, could is kind of wasted because there's like a lot of you could tell that there's a lot of lore that they could have gone into and they just didn't. Well, I, I would go the opposite. I don't I, I would rather have seen more story and less lore. Like the fact that like like Omar fascinates me because I would love to see he's supposed to be a rock star. So he should be like unapologetically an asshole and angry at the system or parents or whatever. And instead, he's just angry. It's like if we could just. Get yeah. a little more of that Marty McFly there. Yeah, like, yes, that's so the other is you, you either go into the backstory or you just go into the, like, just give him more, give him more stuff to do. He's just a dick. He has no conviction. Yeah. And the only thing he's really mad about is that Angel is a better singer than him. Yeah. Um, so, um, let's see. Um, anything we want to call up for you, Renee? Mm. Um, Speaking of uh, Cinderella, I kind of mm, someone's got a fetish. That's what I was thinking. Um, that club scene has some interesting things happening in it. Oh boy, mm-hmm. does it! Like that lady without a back on her dress. Yeah, just complete ass out dress. As a real ass out look, dude. Double snorting cocaine. Like yeah, there are two. Oh, I don't even. That's not even. I don't even think you could do that. Like I don't think you can have two straws up the nose and that would physically work. You're clearly not trying hard enough. Like the physics behind it, I didn't think would work. But oh, what what is that? What is it? There it is. Um, I don't even know if "boy is the XDs" even counts because it's not even that. No, that's not a. It's not the pacing that feels too sluggish. The pacing isn't good though. Like my issue is just more the aimlessness of it. Yeah, but there's nothing really for that. I don't know if oatmeal would all count either. No, 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 I wouldn't say happened. it's oatmeal. A lot happened. Yeah, it's not. It's not oatmeal per good. se. Yeah, the length also wasn't that bad. Age isn't the problem with it. It's not really. And also, I'm looking at the tra- charms. I'm trying to just look at some of the other stuff. I'm like, why did we put problematic for Game Pro TV? Uh, wasn't that just because? The, of some of the words they used because it was a lot, a lot of uh, maybe uh, a lot of, like, I cool, br- cool bra vernacular. Maybe I can't remember. Um, but I just happen to be looking at it. Um, yeah. Or actually, no. Wait, hold on. That charm might not be what I think it is. Oh, that's boy from the exes. Okay, yeah, that's why Game Pro got it. It's because that shit's ninety as hell. Um. Hmm. Uh, can't really think of any nace other than that. Boy, someone's got a fetish. It's just that there's a lot of 
weird inconsistencies that's not like it's its own unique problem it's not like you can say it, it's a lot of weird problems that are specific to that movie i don't think you can just say oh it's the length it's not the pacing it's just it's Oh, no, I just point directly at planning. It's like if they had just, instead of just doing this for the seat of their pants and drawing what they thought was cool, if they had sat down and looked at it, they would have seen there are problems. Omar, Angel, and Mock have no chemistry. Write in a few scenes, punch it up, boom, done. Actually, that is a good point. Uh, I think for Renee, I'm going to give it a little uh, construction, little barrier thing, because I do think that this could have used a little bit more time in the oven. Right, because like even like they when they at the end when they have to they get unmind controlled through a Deus Ex Machina and have to go to where they go. They don't even show them animating stealing the car. They run out of money at that point. Uh, it yeah. was they, they literally recycle footage, which sucks all the air out of that. No, a, a little more planning so we could have had the key sequences and maybe a little less disco, and we would have been set. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I. Can't really think of much else to. Uh, I think I can really think of much else to say about it. I think and you don't need to. Yeah. So I think, uh, I think that is a. Uh, I think that's good for uh, rock and roll. Uh, so, I guess with that. Um, I guess with that, that's going to do it for rock and roll. Uh, before I go, um, <laughs> Axe, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, yes, your local uh, Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, uh, please adopt on shop, and the Autistic Self Advocacy Network. All right, uh, Bob has uh, stepped out, and if I remember, uh, in that I am going to put in uh, their thing right here. Bobinator would like to let you know that he streams retro games at twitch.tv slash Bobinator uh, Sundays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time or 8.30 p.m. Central Time. Rafferty, uh, is there anything you want to call out? Uh, well, I'm always hyping like sanguinegames.com where we actually made a game about cartoons uh, called Madcap. It's being translated into Polish. Yeah. So penetration into Poland. Plus, we also make Iron Claw and a bunch of other stuff. All right. Uh, Torpo. Twitch.tv slash Torpotypist and at Torpotypist on Twitter. And that's about it. So All right. I, don't, I don't have a plug joke today. I just, I'm tired. Alright. Also, I just realized that I don't know what the hell am I going to do for the music for this episode. I the full of my sleep schedule. Yeah. Alright, well, with that, um, I am going to mention the fact that next time uh, we have another special thing although this is going to be um, this was actually a viewer special uh, I think on Twitch I forgot what number it was it was kind of a while ago I think it was 400 uh, I mentioned that I would be taking a look at or we would take a look at the movie Ashens and the Quest for the Game Child which is a fascinating thing because it is a movie that is about video games it's also a movie that stars an internet personality so we'll see how well that holds up. Because I also just realized the movie's almost a decade old now. And now I'm feeling gold. Um, so yeah, uh, that'll do it for this time. So thank you all for listening. If you would like to see the list in which we have ranked every single thing we've done for Media Delta, you can go to r3.ldp.life in your browser. 
If you'd like to watch the sister show that determines what could show up on Media Delta, that's Retrorank Rhapsody, you can watch it live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash lolotapuzzle or on YouTube at youtube.ldp.life. If you would like to discuss this episode of others, please join our Discord server by going to discord.ldp.life in your browser, which should give you a link. Thank you again for listening.